coming up. The Giants sweep the Rockies and Reese Hoskins beats the Mariners by himself. This is Locked On Now MLB. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are Locked On Now. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Now MLB, local experts weighing in on the biggest stories in baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. We've got all our hosts here to recap all of the action from yesterday, but we're going to begin with the Giants sweeping the Rockies to start the week in our biggest game. The biggest game. The Giants finished thing, things off yesterday with seven more runs. Locked on Giants is excited for how good this team is looking right now as they took down the Rockies and get the sweep and getting back to full strength. The Giants outscored the Rockies 24-8 to in a dominant three-game sweep. And starting with those last two games against the Cardinals, they have a five-game winning streak in which they've outscored their opponents 41-18. to Ben Kaspik with the Locked on Giants podcast. This is corresponding with the Giants getting healthy. And today, Evan Longoria was activated. A little bit questionable to me for him hitting third in the lineup against a right-handed pitcher. 0 for 5 with three strikeouts and two ground balls. But, but hey, hard to argue with an overall team win and a nice stretch here for the Giants. They're scoring now five runs per game, allowing 37 They have the second best run differential in the National League ahead of the Mets, only behind the Los Angeles Dodgers. So we just talked about this on a Locked on Giants podcast. So check it out where it's your team every day. No excuses from our Locked on Rockies host after another loss to San Francisco. The Giants have been the better team all week long. Rock on Rockies fans. Paul Holden here from the Locked on Rockies podcast. Outpitched, outhit, outdefended, outscored, out. Just about everything as the San Francisco Giants have now won 10 straight games against the Colorado Rockies and the Rockies only win one game on a six game road trip against the division. It was honestly a nightmare. The team strikes out. The team can't hit in big situations and starting pitching gets roughed up late walks all this stuff, the Rockies just got absolutely blown out of the bay and are desperately looking for a turnaround as they head back to cores and uh, some good luck and honestly good baseball against San Francisco and the division. An absolutely abysmal road trip. A nightmare scenario for the Rockies continues on the road. There has to be an adjustment. Something has to be made, and it's something has to change because this road Rockies team is going to sink this season real, real fast. We'll talk about it all right here on Locked on Rockies. The Phillies beat the Mariners with just one swing from Reese Hoskins. Our Locked on Phillies and Mariners hosts go over the grand slam that won the game and the lack of offense around it from both sides. Hey, look, it's the first now that I've been actually awake for. Well, it's not 1 a.m. Eastern time for this one. An afternoon game for the Phillies, and they take the series win against the Seattle Mariners. Connor Thomas, your host of Locked On Phillies. Well, it really only took one swing from one man today. The Reese Hoskins Grand Slam made all the difference in this one, and the Phillies win it 4-2. to two. They take the series against the Mariners, despite dropping the middle game of it. Now it's on to the Dodgers, but they go in with, well, Maybe Reese Hoskins get going, gets going after that swing. The offense, it was quieter today, but looked better in this Mariners series. Gene Segura extended his hitting streak to nine games today with a late-inning single. 
And well, this team is starting to show signs of life. The bullpen was strong in relief. Well, in starting because Bailey Falter had to get the start because of COVID issues. And in a bullpen game, well, the Phillies did as good as you could expect them to do against a major league opponent when you have to go to the minor leagues and your bullpen to start a game. It was a very nice win for the Phillies, a very nice Wednesday to watch a baseball game. And now we are, uh, like I said, on to L.A. <laughs> well, with the Dodgers waiting, God help us. But a good win today. The one-man wrecking crews continue to find the Seattle Mariners, and this time it results in their fifth consecutive series loss. This is Tidy Gonzalez, host of the Locked On Mariners podcast. Mariners dropped their series finale with the Phillies by a score of 4-2 to two on Wednesday afternoon, and this one all because of Reese Hoskins, who hit his third home run of this series, this time a grand slam off of Logan Gilbert. And this was the only time the Phillies scored, but it was all they needed because the Mariners could not capitalize on any of their opportunities. Opportunities offensively. They only score a pair of runs in this game. Their five through nine hitters go one for 19 in this game. Just can't have it. We're going to be talking more about this one on the Locked On Mariners postgame show. Be sure to tune in on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Glaber Torres drove in all of the Yankees' runs and a win over the Blue Jays. Our Locked On Yankees host goes over the comeback and an MLB best 22 wins. This is Stacey Gotsoulias of Locked On Yankees, and Glaber Torres beat the Toronto Blue Jays again. He did it last week in Toronto. He did it again in Yankee Stadium. This time, he drove in five runs to beat the Blue Jays 5-3. This was the Yankees' 10th comeback victory of the season, their 22nd victory overall. They're now 22-8 and on the year, just like we all predicted. Jamison Tyone went 5-1-3. and He gave up two runs on six hits with one walk, four strikeouts. Aroldis Chapman gave up his first run. I told you all it was going to happen. I thought his first run would be I figured he would have a blow up and give up four runs in one appearance but that didn't happen thankfully the Yankees hung on he got his eighth save of the season and yeah Yankees sweep the Blue Jays in this quick little two-game series up next for the Yankees the White Sox and that starts on Thursday so there's no rest for the weary coming up new faces come up big for the Cardinals and the Reds win again this is locked on now MLB Today's episode of Locked On Now is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bars on the market. They're made with 100% real chocolate. They are low in fat, low in sugar, but high in protein. They taste delicious. And now they have new Built Bar Puffs, which are made with protein infused marshmallow. And their most recent flavor is birthday cake puffs. So make sure you go out and get some of those. You definitely want to try them. If you go to built.com, you can use our promo code LOCKED15. It will get you 15% off of your order. Just put in that promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your order at built.com. Welcome back to Locked On Now MLB. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. We're going to continue to fill you in from everything yesterday in terms of baseball. The Pirates won a series with the Dodgers as we continue to recap things around the league. Let's go around the league. The Pirates and Dodgers are pretty much on opposite ends of contention this season, but Pittsburgh got the last laugh in their series on Wednesday by taking a second win from L.A. After the surprising series win, Locked on Pirates and Locked on Dodgers tells us how Pittsburgh was able to do it. Well, that was fun, wasn't it? Ethan Smith, of course, of the Locked on Pirates podcast and the Pittsburgh Pirates 
With a shocker, they pick up the series victory over the Los Angeles Dodgers on Wednesday at PNC Park with a 5-3 win over baseball's best team by record and the best team in the National League right now. Payroll, you know, who cares, right? The Pirates, of course, win 2-3 of three here against the Los Angeles Dodgers. David Bednar shuts things down today, but it was the home run ball, ironically, that was the Pirates' Big play here today. Sawinski, Van Meter, Vogelbach all homered in this game. So a lot of the supporting cast picked things up here. Of course, no runs were scored until the sixth inning. Very defensive series. And the Pirates now move to 10-1 when they score five or more runs in a game. And they pick up a huge series win against the Dodgers, move to 13-17 and 17 on the year, and now have a chance at redemption against the Cincinnati Reds this weekend. I am your host, Ethan Smith, and I will catch you guys on the flip side. It was the good, the bad, and the ugly over and over again in the series finale between the Dodgers and the Pirates. What's up? This is Jeff from Locked On Dodgers. The Dodgers lost the finale 5-3 to three to the Pirates to lose the series. They've now lost three series this season, one to the Rockies, one to the Diamondbacks, and one to the Pirates. They are 17-3 and three against all the other teams in baseball combined, including quite a few teams that are quite a bit better than those three teams. So, that's fun. We did get to see Ryan Pepio's Major League debut, and uh, it was a little bit of the good, the bad, and the ugly himself. He went three scoreless innings. Unfortunately, those three innings took him 77 pitches, uh, just over half of them were strikes. He walked five guys, hit a batter, and gave up a hit. But he uh, he didn't allow any runs, uh, you know, basically made pitches when he really needed to, but we definitely saw some elements where Ryan Pepe was not quite totally major league ready, but it was still fun to see. I still think he's going to have a bright future, and it was fun to see that start on Wednesday. Uh, but, yeah, the Dodgers lost the series. Vince and I are going to have plenty to say about that. On tomorrow morning's Locked On Dodgers, so be sure to check it out. Uh, it, it was good, bad, and ugly, but the episode will just be good because that's how we roll. So thanks for making us your first listen every weekday morning, and we will talk to you soon. The Cardinals scored 10 runs on the Orioles thanks to what St. Louis hopes will be the future stars of the franchise. Locked On Cardinals has names to remember as they hit it all over Bush Stadium. It was rookie day at the ballpark as the St. Louis Cardinals offense explodes for 10 runs and a win against the Baltimore Orioles. I'm Lucas Smith, host of the Locked On Cardinals podcast. We saw Juan Yepes with a couple hits, including a monster home run. Brendan Donovan had a couple of hits. He was on base all four times. Kramer Robertson got an RBI in his first major league at-bat. Jake Walsh made his major league debut. Rookies all over. You combine that with Miles Michaelis going seven strong innings against the Orioles tonight. That is a recipe for success. The Memphis Redbirds right now are impressing in St. Louis. Juan Yepes just continues to mash baseballs. As I mentioned, he was he had a bomb tonight. It's a good it's a good thing to see the rookies impressing like they are for the St. Louis Cardinals, as well as Miles Michaelis gets back on track with a really strong start against the Baltimore Orioles. Now the Cardinals have a chance for a series win tomorrow. The youth movement is just about here for the St. Louis Cardinals, and there's still more talent in Memphis waiting. So we'll talk about the youth movement and why Brendan Donovan is making this shortstop position extremely difficult for the St. Louis Cardinals and why that's a good thing. Talk about all that on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Cardinals. Not sure what's got into the Cincinnati Reds this week, but they continue to roll. Our Locked On Reds host is not questioning it since he scored 14 runs to outpace the Brewers, and he has the recap. 25 runs. Thankfully, 
the Reds scored the most of the two teams. Hey, this is Jeff Carr from the Locked On Reds podcast, here to tell you about how the Reds actually won a series against the Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, that Milwaukee Brewers that swept the Reds out of American Family Field, don't call me, Mil uh, don't call me Miller Park, by scoring like something like 400 runs. This time around at Great American, the Reds get a measure of revenge. They were able to win by a score of 14 to 11. Yeah, this is not a drill. That was a real score. Hey, Tyler Stevenson had a good game. And for the first two innings on the mound, Vladimir Gutierrez seemed to have figured it out. He ran into trouble in the third and the fourth, though, and didn't make it out of the fifth. And that's still where I think that he's just going to be better served out of the bullpen. However, speaking of the bullpen, oh my gosh. I was actually worried. I was actually worried in the ninth inning. They come into the ninth inning leading 14-5. to they end up somehow eking out a 14 to 11 win. <clears throat> yeah, we got a lot to talk about, and we're going to talk about it on the Locked On Reds podcast. Make sure you join us. The Angels unfortunately couldn't follow up Tuesday's no hitter with another win on Wednesday. Locked On Angels falls back to earth after a huge start to the week for LA. Well, the Angels were not able to complete the sweep against the Tampa Bay Rays in extra innings. What's going on, everybody? It's John from Locked On Angels. The Angels were off to a spectacular start to this week, starting on Sunday with the walk-off and then the heroics from Reed Detmers and Shohei Otani's first Grand Slam. But today was not their day. They lost it in extra innings. The Rays were able to score their Rob Manfred ghost runner on the very first pitch in the top of the 10th from Aaron Loop. And the Angels just could not bring any runs across in the bottom of the 10th. Taylor Ward did come in in a pinch hit moment and hit a two-run home run that tied up the game, so there was hope, but unfortunately, the Angels couldn't capitalize. And Shohei Otani had an interesting start. He did not look like he did in Boston last week. He was not his sharpest self. However, he only gave up one run, and it was a Kevin Kiermeyer home run, but he just couldn't seem to hit the zone and, and was struggling a little bit. But we'll talk all about it on Locked on Angels tomorrow, so be sure to tune in to the podcast or catch us on YouTube, my brother Mike and I will break it all down for you on Locked on Angels. The Arizona Diamondbacks went to the ninth inning, tied with the Marlins at home. The Diamondbacks' closer unraveled, and Miami took full advantage. Locked on Diamondbacks reviews an eight-run loss when it was said and done. Mark the Shark Melanson falters in the ninth inning, allowing the Marlins to, for the first time this season, beat the Arizona Diamondbacks. Miller Thomas of Locked on Diamondbacks here. The D-backs probably got their worst performance of the season from Merrill Kelly. And still, five innings pitch, three earned runs. You'll take that from Merrill Kelly. I mean, after his worst start, his ERA only went up to like a 171. You'll definitely take that first home run allowed on the season for Kelly. That's okay. The offense was able to come back and at least tie it up for him. Alec Thomas, the phenom solo shot in the third inning. Then Jordan Luplo, who everyone clowned me for because I said he was one of the reasons why the D-backs won the offseason, came in, pitch hit, two-run bomb tied up the game, but it did not matter because maybe Caleb Smith should have stayed in the game. That's a conversation for another day, but Mark Melanson probably should not have been in the game because he struggled in his second to most recent start against the Colorado Rockies, and it looked like the same guy out there today because he gave up, I think, three or four earned runs. Basically blew the game open for the Marlins in the ninth inning. Jazz Chisholm had the dagger shot in that inning as well with a, like a two or three run home run. Marlins finally get their first one of the season. They finally avoid getting swept by the D-backs for the second time this season. But it's okay 
D-backs are still two games above 500, but they want to do better than that. They need to fix the bullpen and really address the issues there. That's all for today on Locked On Now MLB. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you check out Locked On MLB and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Now.